NBA Finals opening night, game one. You are in the casual house. Welcome to my house. My house. Oh, yes. It is opening night for the finals. 2000 Deuce Deuce NBA Finals. The Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. Good matchup. You are in the casual house. Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E. And we are here to give you sports from a casual point of view, and pun is definitely intended. This show is for the casual sports fan to have a place to relate to. And no, I am not the know-it-all of all things sports. But what this show is designed to do is to bring in the experts, analysts, analysts, broadcasters, media, sometimes players and coaches, to give you the perspective, some things you may not know or learn about the things of sports. And, of course, your takes are welcome in the casual house. No matter where they are, all takes are welcome. We don't have to agree on everything, but your takes are welcome in the house. www.casualsports.com is where you go get the live feed for the radio station. And if you missed this show and any other shows, you can go wherever you get your podcast from on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, and the Believe Podcast Network, and, of course, right here on KSRN, your casual sports radio network. And on social media, all the tags are the same tag, K-A-Z-U-A-L, and a Z at the end of the word sports. Drop us a line, and the take, if you have a take, all takes, again, are welcome here in the casual house. Playoff night in the finals. Opening up tonight, you are in the casual house. Let's find out. All right. Of course, it's going to be NBA Finals. What else can it be going on in the casual house tonight but the NBA Finals? Game one. How exciting is this? How great is this? That we get to see, hopefully, in my mind, that we're going to see competitive basketball every game. I don't want to see a game have more than a 9, 8, to 10-point lead or, or, or less. Can, it, can't get, it can't get greater than that when, it, when a team makes a run. I don't want to see teams up 15, 17, 18, and 20 points in this game. It could not be. The title is on the freaking line. It should never come down to that. But we got a matchup between the best offensive team and the best defensive team. That's going to be very, very interesting to watch. Defense, does defense still win championships? And the answer to that question we're going to go through because we're going to got, we have some categories for keys to this matchup tonight or the series overall. And we're going to show you that it basically going to come down to the defense is going to pretty much win the championship. And don't sleep that the Warriors are not a defensive team because they are. So defense still wins championships. 
Also, going on around in the world of sports, some great news for the Arizona Cardinals went down that their quarterback showed up for his OTAs. Good for him. Good for Kyler. That's a good sign. That's a very good sign for a young quarterback making a transition to try to get to be the better leader for those for that team. That is a good sign for him showing up for these OTAs. If you haven't read the article that went up on Casual Sports uh, about Kyler Murray showing up to the OTAs, go ahead and check it out at www.casualsports.com. And that's where you can check it out. But I'm, I'm glad he showed up because it just it, he has had issues with leadership from a demeanor standpoint, from from just pouting and, and and putting his teammates pretty much on blast when he pouts at him the way he was pouting at him. And, how, and I'm glad that he's showing up to try to get better, and it just shows that he's willing to try to be better at it. Um, also, it helps the team as a whole to be more together again because a, a contract dispute can divide things big time, and hopefully this will put trust back on each side where both sides can be trusted again, and now you can go ahead and go and, and try to win together. You got way too many obstacles to have to deal with to have something distracted with team continuity being all messed, just messed up and destroyed between quarterback and front office and, and head coach. You got way too much to, to have to go through. You got to go through, of course, having a better leader. You got to go through getting back to where you were last year, trying to be that winning team again. And you got to go through not melting down the stretch and you got to go through all the criticism from that and the pressure of going through that again. And you got to go through, of course, the hard knocks thing going to be coming up. So a lot to deal with for that team. And I'm glad that they're going to have their quarterback in the fold and that's going to help them down the stretch. And that's going to help them, you know, coming into the season that they can get on the same page with Kyler and a new receiver, of course, Hollywood Brown and, 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 and getting the game plan down, the continuity down and adding the pieces that they've added and getting everybody acclimated. I like the pieces that they've added, you know, even though they didn't do the monster stuff through the, uh, through the, through the off season as far as free agency, but they have added some key pieces that can be key to winning games. And that's, a good backup running back to to uh, James Conner when they picked up uh, Williams, and now I like that pickup. From uh, I also like uh, the receiver they kept. I mean, as much as we wanted to see another receiver come in here, uh, AJ Green staying was a good move because he knows the offense, and I think this will be his second year. And I've always said this: the second year of a guy getting acclimated to a new team is always the year to go look at. The first one is always the suspect one. You're not going to get that same type of, you might not get the same guy because he's, he's making a transition from one thing that he's always known and he has to come to something new. Now that he knows it, the second year is what you look at. So I think we'll get a better AJ Green. So we'll see. Cardinals are in a pretty good position to be a very high potent offense because it's going to be hard when D hop comes off a of suspension. Of course, it's going to be hard to double, especially when Hollywood Brown and Rondell Moore are speeding down the field and, and you don't know who to take leaving 
leaving the side AJ Green and, and uh when Hop gets back wide open for dig routes 20 yards plus. So Kyler is one of the better deep ball throwers. Look for this offense to put up a lot of yards. But it's good to see that kid make the next step to being the uh face of that franchise and being a star quarterback taking taking responsibility to come and lead his team. I like that. We get back. We're going to go right into this finals. We're going to take a quick break here, give the sponsors their due. And when we come back, let's going to talk those seven categories, keys to who's going to win this NBA finals. Y'all stick around. It's the casual sports. So uh, casual sports show. Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E, right here on the hottest internet radio station on the web, your casual sports radio network. Don't go nowhere. We're going to take a little break, but we'll be back in a while, so uh, don't nobody go nowhere. Got a big painting project you've been putting off because you don't think you can afford it? Well, it's time to call the team at Customer First Solutions. Customer First is your one-stop shop for all home repairs, from full interior and exterior painting to handyman services, drywall repair, electrical, and plumbing. Customer First has the most competitive prices in the valley. Your flat rate quote is based on the square footage of your home, and that includes wall repair. All Customer First technicians are licensed, bonded, and fully background checked for your assurance. Call or text Customer First Solutions at 480-877-0255 for your free quote. Customer First Solutions, where our customers and their homes are our first priority. This is the sound of a racing heart. It's beating a little faster because it belongs to a young child. But this child isn't in the middle of a close soccer game playing with her puppy in the yard her heart is racing because she's just been told she has to move foster homes again change a child's story there's a child waiting for a volunteer like you learn how you can help at casaforchildren.org This is Cliff Kingsbury, and you're listening to the second best sounding voice in the valley, Casual E, on the Casual Sports Show here on KSRN Arizona. This is what's going on. This is Ish Wayne Wright, KSRN. Make sure y'all check it out. Welcome back into the casual house. Props to my man Ish Wainwright who dropped a quick quick uh, spot for the show, for the station, I should say. Ran into him down there at the uh, the Mercury basketball game when I was covering the Mercury. Ish Wainwright was in the house and gave us a few minutes, so I appreciate that to my man Ish. You also want to keep up because the Phoenix Suns are going to finally make a appearance after that game seven loss. And you're going to be able to see every last one of them, except maybe Aiton, 
Uh, they're all going to be part of JaVale McGee's charity softball game that's going to be going down on the 22nd in the Casual Sports Radio Network. We'll be in the house, and we're going to be doing a live feed from that spot. And if you want to uh, join in on the live feed, you can come in. We're going to be trying to get some interviews from these guys, and and I know it's going to be tough on those guys because this is the first time they're going to be answering questions to that Game 7, and I don't know if they're going to allow us media to have that much access to ask those questions so we'll see how that goes down but we'll get to talk to the phoenix suns you got to eventually talk about it at some point right you got to get it out the way because you ain't gonna get through a regular season or get through an off season without having to have the answer to those questions even the next year so at some point you got to man up and answer what the heck happened that's what we're gonna be asking pretty much so this game tonight, game one, opening up the finals, is going to be good. In my opinion, I don't know why everybody goes to game five and game seven. Game one, to me, sets the tone of who's going to win this series. And sometimes, sometimes game one, the loser can still set the tone, but don't win the game. So what I mean by that, there's certain things that the other team, uh-oh, they, we couldn't handle what they was doing that night, and we just kind of fell short, and then, come back and do it at a better clip the next could be could take place but for the most part the winner of game one to me takes the series because they jump right out to that to the lead and they play with the lead pretty much and that's been the mo to these playoffs game one jump out with the lead so the game two you play with the lead so you don't play as hard and the other team wins and you jump back and play hard the game three because you got to get keep the lead. And it's just that the ongoing take and turn type thing throughout the it's just been really bad to look at. I'm hoping that these playoffs, this finals, I should say, is competitive. Every game. I'm hoping for that. If I turn this TV on tonight and this thing jumps out to a 15, 16, 17, 20 something point lead, I'm turning it off. Well, I can't turn it off completely because I have to analyze the damn thing. But we, we, what I'm saying is, as a fan, I'm turning it off up here. Like, okay, it, it don't matter. Now it's just work. <laughs> you know, I want to see good basketball now that my sons have gone. I want to see good basketball, period. And with some of the matchups in these series are, is going to point to good basketball. Seven categories of what's going to take place in this game. That's going to be critical, critical to either team winning this series. Coming into the series, of course, the Warriors are the best offense, uh, scoring 115 or 114.9 points a game on average. Coming into this playoffs, the Celtics are the second best defense, only giving up 101 points per game. Something's going to give here for sure. If that Celtics defense can keep what they've been doing, keeping guys under 100 or right at 100, and they can keep the Warriors at that, uh, that's going to be good news for the Celtics to having a chance to win in this thing. The Warriors do play defense too. They are number eight uh, in the league, so they only give up about 109 points per game. So that's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. The star power, all this stuff is going to kind of, in my in my opinion, it's going to cancel itself out. The Currys versus the Tatums. And the, not that they're going head to head. I'm just saying overall on the teams, each team. Because the, the point volume, it's not so much the key to these games. 
because those guys are going to score. Both Tatum and Curry are going to score in this in this series. Brown is going to score. Klay Thompson is going to score. It's the stuff around those guys is going to make the difference in these in this series. And the first key point that I want to start with, the first thing that is going to be the key, is the turnover battle. Oh my goodness, this is the this is probably going to be the winner of the series. Whoever controls their turnovers. Coming into this this series tonight, the Celtics have been turning the ball over like crazy in that Heat series. They had two games where they had twenty plus, and they lost those games in blowouts. You can't not you cannot turn the ball over like that playing this Golden State Warriors team. I'm telling you, you turn it over twenty two times, you're going to lose that game by twenty plus points because that's going to give them the ball in transition. On threes, the way they shoot the three-pointer, you do not want to give them threes on transition. Take care of the basketball. On the other side, the Warriors are just as bad. (laughs) The Warriors are just as bad. When the season ended, they were the leader in turnovers, 14.9. And then coming into the playoffs, it didn't change much. They're giving up 14.8. They're still turning the ball over at a high clip. Now, that's due to their style of play. Now, I, that's not an excuse, but you've got to take care of the ball. But that's not an excuse. But their style of play, the ball gets to moving around, and they try to go for the knockout blow almost every possession, and they try to get that spectacular three off. And they're moving the ball, and they're doing stuff, and it's just skipping guys' hands, and they try to make that fantastic pass, and it gets picked off. They turn the ball over at a very high clip. That'll keep the Celtics in this dang on series if the Warriors come out and play like that and continue to turn the ball over. Guys like Jordan Poole and Kaminga, those young guys, they come out and get a little erratic sometime and really go crazy with the turnovers. So let's see who wins the turnover battle. Whoever does is going to be the controller of this series. Period. We've seen the Celtics play flawless to the point where they're not turning it over. We've seen both these teams play turnover free to a point basketball so if we see that on both sides that's going to be good good you know good competition a good good series if we see both teams turning it over at the the high clip that they're still doing right now it'll even itself out and that's one thing too but we shouldn't be seeing sloppy basketball by this time it should be a, a good game well maybe game one these two teams are filling each other out and you might see a little bit more sloppy ball but You've been playing three series, going into your fourth one now in this in this in this postseason. All the sloppy stuff should be done with. It should be well-oiled machines doing what they do and see who has the better machine up against each other. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But whoever wins the, the, the turnover battle is going to be the, the victor in this series. That's 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 off the top. The next category transcendent superstars are going to be key the transcendent superstars one on each side who has the advantage curry or tatum this transcendent superstars control everything mostly on their team what i mean by that is their presence on the floor is what drives most of the team and they cannot be without that person's presence so Tatum cannot have scoring droughts like he had in the Heat series where he's up one game and down and that he cannot do that in this series or he will put his team in a very disadvantage to win in a series. 
Curry, on the other hand, might have a little more leeway because he's got some superstars, some guys that can still shoot that ball at a high clip if they still do their same, you know, wrote the same uh, style of player moving the ball and those types of things. They get the open shots. Guys can knock down shots without Steph on the court. So, but Curry has to be there because he, he's, he's the fuel to that fire pretty much when he's going. And as a decoy where he's running around like the old time Reggie Miller used to do, and he's running around coming off screens and doing all kinds of back cuts and all kinds of stuff. You can't keep up with the guy. It gets everybody else open and everybody else gets off. So he's part of that offense. He's part of what they do pretty much without the ball sometime, you know, more than with the ball. The next category we're going to look at is the partners in crime, the Robins to the Batmans, to those superstars. Advantage to me in this one, Tatum, I mean, not Tatum, sorry, uh, Jalen Brown versus Clay Thompson. Brown, what can he do for you? He definitely has the advantage against Clay Thompson. Not that they're going to be matched up with each other. It's just saying team overall, the, 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 the partner in crime has to show up and assist this transcendent star on a consistent basis and be there every night. I will count on Jalen Brown doing that every game because he is that dog. He is that guy that can put his head down, get his own shot if the jump shot's not going. And he doesn't settle for that jump shot that much. He goes, he, he goes to the rack and takes man people off the dribble. So I like that. Clay, on the other hand, has to have the involvement of the ball movement for him to come off the screens to get the open threes that he needs to get to be effective in a game. And then once he gets the three going, then he can ball fake you and get to the basket. So I like Brown in this matchup as far as overall the, the, the uh, partner in crime assisting the superstar. Whichever one of those guys can do it consistently throughout this series is going to be the team that wins that series. And then the next thing is the battle in the paint. This is going to be key to the matchup. Kevon Looney versus Robert Williams. And Looney has been getting off in these playoffs, you know, doing a pretty good job on the, on the boards, doing a pretty good job in scoring and sometimes depending on what's going on. But I think he won't be much of a factor in this series because that Williams kid is an athletic freak and he will have Looney running around in that trying to keep up with them because the slower Looney is not going to be able to keep up with Robert Williams, who's more athletic and, and can move and, 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 and uh, rebound and block shots and do the things that he do is critical for Robert Williams to be on the floor for the Celtics more than it will be for Looney to be on the floor for the Warriors. Williams is, he stays active. He's athletic and Looney is a more of a methodical working in the system, getting where he has to get to his spots. But if you got a faster guy, quicker nimble guy that can get to the spot faster than you then that kind of takes you your effectiveness out of the game and i'm looking for that to be happening in this series and of course when you control the warriors and you beat the warriors you beat them in the paint and so if williams can do what he's doing and control looney get rebounds and get on the other end and beat him in the paint and score in the paint bodes well for the celtics we're going to take a quick break to the next three the lockdown defenders the versatile vets, and the bench contributors. We're going to take a break. And we'll come back and talk about that in a casual house. Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual Eats. We'll be right back. 
This is Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E from the Casual Sports Show. I want to tell you about a company that can take care of all of your home care needs. From interior and exterior painting, drywall repair and installation, along with plumbing and electrical, all from one company. No need to call several different contractors. You call Customer First Solutions. That's Customer First Solutions for all of your home care needs. For your free, no obligation quote, call 480-877-0255. Again, that's 480-877-0255. Customer First Solutions serves all of the Valley and are open six days a week. This is the one-stop spot for your complete home care needs. I don't endorse anything that's whack. Make that call, 480-877-0255. Call them now. Customer First Solutions, where you, the customer, still come first. Welcome back into the Casual House. Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E, right here on the Hottest internet radio station on the web, KSRN, your casual sports radio network. You can also find us live on Facebook Live and YouTube channel at Casual Sports or go live www.casualsports.com and on the Believe Podcast Network. Where we left off talking about this finals that's coming up tonight. Very, very, very good matchup that's going down. And I had, we, we looked at the first three categories of the keys of tonight's game. Well, we looked at the first main one is turnovers. So it's actually seven, but the main one was turnovers. We looked at earlier, whichever team can not turn the ball over at the highest clip they've been turning it over in these finals or in these playoffs. I mean, it's going to have the chance to win these games or this series. Then we looked at the transcendent stars. It's Curry versus Tatum have to show up and will show up and how they show up will be key. If the Celtics can take Curry out of the game the way Bridges did for the Suns, that's going to be key. Uh, Tatum cannot have scoring droughts. We looked at that already. He has to stay active and scoring on a consistent basis for the Celtics to have a chance. No scoring lapses. Then you got the partners in crime have to come up and assist those main guys at a high clip consistently. Jalen Brown having the advantage over uh, Clay Thompson, in my opinion, because he's a slasher. Uh, slasher and defender and X factor that goes to the basket and does not settle for the three as much as Clay does, is meaning Clay's a perimeter guy, period. He's going to work off those screens, come off the off the ball screen and hit the three. So if you can stop him from doing that, he pretty much got Clay halfway taken care of. Now, when he starts hitting those threes, then he can go to the basket. That makes him even more dangerous. So that's going to be key to these playoffs. The next category was the battle in the paint. We saw that before we went to the break. The battle in the paint is going to be critical because Looney has not seen a guy like Williams yet. Although Bam was a, uh, uh, I mean, uh, not Bam. <laughs> Who did they play? The, yeah, Looney has not seen anybody in the paint the way he's going to see Williams in the paint in these playoffs. 
Williams has been battle tested playing against Bam Adebayo and everybody in the East. And so Looney has been getting off with the rebounds and all these things getting better. But he's this is going to be different because this William, this Robert Williams is athletic, got skill set. He's quick. And Looney is the more slower player in the paint. So you're not looking for Looney to come in there and score. You're looking for Looney to come in there and do what he's been doing. That's a rebound of basketball. But this Robert Williams can box him out and, and make him ineffective in this series. It could happen. And then lastly, not lastly, here's the start of the next three categories. Who's going to win the, the, the keys to this? Lockdown defenders. Lockdown defenders. That's going to be Andrew Wiggins versus Marcus Smart. Now, I'm not saying those two teams, those two guys are going to go against each other. I'm saying what they do for their teams. Those lockdown defenders are going to be key in this series. And you already know it. This series is going to come down to whichever one of those teams has to use their main guy on the transcendent star the fastest. In other words, oh, Curry's killing us. We need to get smart to slow him down so we can win this game in clutch time. Oh, Wiggins, you got to go shut down Tatum for us because he's going off on us. Shut down Brown because he's going off on us. Whoever has to use that lockdown guy on the main guy first or the most effective is going to be the one winning this series. I can easily, easily see the Celtics doing it against Curry the way Bridges did it for the Suns. I could easily see that easily because Curry can control a game. And if you can break up that rhythm and stop him from controlling the game, Marcus Smart can do that. Uh, I believe that that could be a key for the Celtics and an advantage, advantage Celtics. Um, but the lockdown defenders, that's that's definitely going to be key. The adjustments, whoever has to use that main guy, that that lockdown guy on the main guy, the fastest or the most effective, the most effective will probably be the team uh, winning this series. When a game gets to the point where it's the last, like maybe three games of the series or just coming down the stretch, if they're close coming down the stretch, and you got to take that transcendent star out of the game or, or at least kind of limit him, then those lockdown guys are going to be key. So Wiggins is a long, athletic, one-on-one player that can that can stay in front of whoever. It doesn't matter. He can play anybody straight up one-on-one. Uh, and he's difficult because he's a taller guy. Uh, Marcus Smart, on the other hand, there are people in the league that do not want to match up with Marcus Smart just because of the grit and hard nose lunch pail type of guy that will come with all heart first and just be the most disrupting irritant on the dang court. A lot of guys can't handle that pressure. And I'm talking a lot of star guys can't handle that pressure. So if you had to match up to either one of those two, whether it's either Wiggins being a taller guy and can't, and he got the long length where you can't reach or shoot over him and all those type of things, he can affect shots. But nobody affects games in the mental like, like Marcus Smart does. In the mental. He can get in some people's heads. 
I'm in fact, I'm thinking they're already going to be in the Warriors head a little bit previous because of what happened with Steph in the regular season. When he ran out there and was just being the hustle guy that he is and the irritant that he is, not going to ever give up on a ball. And if your leg is in the way, he ain't seeing that leg. All he see is ball, tunnel vision to that basketball. If your leg get in the way and it gets snapped, that was not by purpose. It was just man playing the ball, the game the way he plays the game. Watch the hesitant, watch the hesitation of Curry jumping in there in a pile now when they see Marcus Smart coming. Watch it. If you start to see that, Advantage Celtics. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's mental, but it's real. It's it's there. So that's going to be key. Both of those guys can score the basketball. Wiggins, probably the better scorer of, of the two, of course, over Smart. But And Wiggins is a part of the Warriors' offense more than Marcus Smart is for the Celtics. Now, we've seen Smart take over games sometimes for the Celtics when they have that scoring drought. So he can play. He can score the basketball just as well. Not as well as Wiggins probably can, but he can be a factor in the scoring department as well as play on the defensive end. He's going to do his defensive thing. He's going to take people out of this game that he's playing against. It's going to happen. Somebody critical on the Warriors is going to get taken out of this game. And I'm not talking about being injured. I'm talking about taking out his game because they're off their rhythm and can't get nothing off because this guy's just attached to him like a dang on white on like white on rice. Uh, we'll see that, and you start to see the tempers to flare up and things like that. Draymond Green, same way. You start to see that stuff. So, which brings me to the next category: the versatile veterans, and that's your Draymond Green versus your Al Horford. Man, that's going to be must see TV. Got to be must see TV because. Draymond Green is going to be a factor in this game from a lot of different categories. Never scoring, but he is the glue that keeps the Warriors together. He is the ship and the engine that keeps that thing running like smooth. He knows how to play off the uh, play with the ball and off the ball, and he knows how to get Steph, Clay, and Poole open shots. So he can handle and bring the ball up. He can do all those things. And Al Horford can do the exact same things for his team. Exact same thing. These veterans, all they care about is making winning plays. Winning plays that make a difference in a game. So that's what this is going to come down to. Which one of these veterans are going to make that winning play consistently to bring their team over the hump? And both these guys can do it. Here's a big difference, though, between these two guys. It's going to be critical to see if Draymond Green can keep his cool and stay on the floor and not get suspended or not get ejected from games. A game. If he can do that and stay on the floor, that would be helpful to the Warriors, of course. Helpful to their to their uh, overall chemistry to stay together. We already know Al Horford's going to do Al Horford things. He's not going to get involved with people mad or whatever and fighting and scratching and getting thrown out of a game. That's not going to happen for him. He is the reserve hard-nosed guy that's going to do his veteran style, do his do his play his game. I love the difference that 
Al Horford can shoot the three and Draymond can't. That's going to be key, too. Al Horford can pull guys away from that basket. Guys that can rebound, they can be pulling them away from the basket. So your loonies and 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 and, and Draymond himself going to get pulled away from the basket. That's going to be advantage to the Celtics rebounding, especially if the three ball's not going for the Warriors and it's clanking off the rim. Those rebounds are going to go a lot to the Celtics. They'll, they'll win their rebounding battle. So I like Al Horford in this matchup because he's more versatile. He's more longer, taller, of course, stronger in the paint. But I wouldn't sleep on Draymond. Draymond's going to battle. We know that. We know he's going not. He's not going to step down or back down to anybody. It's going to be a battle to see which one of those two guys are going to make the winning play. And we're not talking about scoring. We're talking about the play that's going to be the game that's going to set something up to set somebody else up, a uh, 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 diving for that loose ball, 50-50. But something in that game is going to come down to those two guys making that winning play. And that can even itself out. It can even itself out pretty much. So Al Horford is an offensive rebounding machine. And, and Draymond is going to also use another tactic, and that's his mouth. If that gets to Al Horford and get him out of his game, or anybody else on the uh, Celtics for that matter, then that would be advantage Warriors if you let Draymond get you out your game with the mouth talking. But can he stay on the court is going to be key for the Warriors. Draymond is just as important to the Warriors as... Al Horford is to the Celtics, probably more for Draymond because he controls so much for the, for the Warriors that it's crazy. We've seen how that team looks when he's not in that lineup. So that's going to be key, the versatile vets. Lastly, and probably the most important, bench contributors. Who's going to win the bench contributing matchup. Now, there's really no comparison when it comes to the bench players in this series to me, to be honest with you. Jordan Poole, Otto Porter, Andre Iguodala, Gary Payton Jr., Moody, and Kaminga all could be disruptive factors in this series coming off the bench. Every last one of them. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six against the Celtics. Probably only have Derek White, Grant Williams, and Pritchard off the bench. Six to three. So that's going to play a big, big, big key to this whole thing. point that I want to look at with those guys that are on the Warriors bench as opposed to the guys on the Celtics bench the guys on the Warriors bench can keep the scoring going when the stars are sitting down that's the scary part in this series Jordan Poole Porter Iggy those guys come in and they continue to score the basketball as opposed to when the Celtics sit down Tatum or Brown the scoring goes down a little bit so 
that's going to be a key. That can also be the key to one of these games ended up in a blowout. If the stars are going and the bench is going, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. So, um, the Warriors bench shoot at a high clip on the three-pointers, and then you got an X factor for the Celtics. Derek White has been playing Spurs-type basketball for the Celtics because that's where he learned it from. Playoff-style type of basketball, hard-nosed, gritty, not afraid of the moment, basketball. He can be an X factor for the Celtics. Grant Williams as well plays pretty good defense. Pritchard is a pretty good uh, point guard that helps in aspect, but can they keep up with the bench scoring of that Warriors team, especially when they got it going? It's going to be hard to do. Very hard to do. So those are the six categories. Seven, actually, when you throw in turnovers. The turnover battle. The turnover battle. I'm going to go back real fast. All of the categories. We looked at the turnover battle. Of course, both teams have had issues turning the ball over in these playoffs. Um, the, uh, what am I saying? What am I saying? The Warriors averaging 14.8 per game. And the Celtics have been having games in these playoffs where they're having 20 plus in a game. And that resulted in blowouts in every in the Heat series and in the Milwaukee series. So turnovers are going to be key to this series. Then you got the transcendent superstars. The transcendent superstars are the guys, two guys, one on each team. That's Curry and Tatum. They have to be superstars, and they will be superstars in this in this uh, matchup. But can those superstars be taken out of this game somehow and force their teammates to be the ones to keep them going and score? And if that happens, who has the advantage? And, of course, that's going to still be the Warriors because they have more firepower than the Celtics have. But Tatum cannot afford to have any off games in this series. He can't have scoring lows in this series like he did in that Heat series. He cannot. If he does, it's not going to go, go well for the Celtics as far as keeping up with this Warriors offense. But the way the Celtics play defense can slow down what the Warriors do on offense. And that's why I said the turnover battle is key because you cannot turn the ball over 22 times giving the Warriors transitional threes off those turnovers will be a blowout if you give them that many turnovers easily. So they have to take care of the basketball. Uh, it'll be pretty much the same thing on the other side, but you don't, as the Warriors, you don't have to worry too much about transition baskets from the Celtics as much, but they do, they get out and transition and run at you because they go to the basket. Jalen Brown goes to the rack. Tatum goes to the basket. All these guys go to the basket. So they don't settle for that three as much. So I like that. But the next thing we looked at was the partners in crime to those transcendent star, transcendent stars, superstars, the partners in crime. Brown, we had we had Brown with the advantage because he is the better slasher and defender and can get his own shot when the when the when the offense is blogged down. 
Klay Thompson relies on the rest of the team to get him the ball in positions to have his shot get off. Unless he has it going where he's knocking down threes and then he can come off the pump fake up and get to the rim. So I give advantage Brown right there. Transcendent players, I gave the advantage to Curry because he has more weapons around him. Then the battle in the paint, we looked at Looney versus Robert Williams. Advantage Celtics. Williams is more athletic, more, more skillful, faster than the slower-paced Looney who steadily gets the rebounds and slowly gets himself into position to get rebounds. Grant, uh, Robert Williams will be a lot faster to get to the spot before Looney can get there. So I think that's going to be advantage Celtics as well. Then we looked at, of course, the lockdown defenders. Both these teams have a lockdown guy that can defend. Wiggins on the Warriors. And, of course, you all know the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. And Wiggins being the longer that can disrupt the shots with the long reach and can stay in front of his man can make it difficult on a Brown or make it difficult on anybody coming to the rim. But the flip side of that, the defensive player of the year is an irritant. This guy is the guy that's going to make you think twice (laughs) before you say you want to match up with that guy. We've already seen, like we said earlier, Steph Curry have a run in by accident with his knee or ankle, one of the two, because of Marcus Smart playing hard the way Marcus Smart plays. You can't look at him and say he's a dirty player because he's playing that hard. No, you just got to get out of his way if you're that afraid of getting hurt. And that mental, that could be a mental block in this series for Steph Curry going forward. When the ball's on the floor, will he go dive at it? Or because he knows Smart's coming from somewhere, he's going to be diving from somewhere for that 50-50 ball. Marcus Smart is an irritant that sticks to a guy like glue and just makes it difficult on you to score the basketball, get you out of your rhythm, get you off your spot. Advantage Celtics period. Then you got the versatile vets and another advantage Celtics because Al Horford over Draymond green, Al Horford can shoot the three ball and do the same things that Draymond can do for his team. Set up other players bring the ball up, rebound on those type of things. So that's advantage Celtics. Another advantage Celtics in that matchup is being under control from the from a from a mental standpoint. Can Draymond Green stay on the floor? Will he get caught up in the refs and and talking and, and get thrown out of a game? We don't have to worry about that with Al Horford. Advantage Celtics. Bench contributors, the next category we looked at Definitely advantage Warriors because they have way more volume shooting on their bench than the Celtics have on theirs. You're talking six guys, Poole, Porter, Iggy, Peyton, Moody, and Kaminga all can knock that three down at a high clip if given the opportunity, left open. So it can happen. So you got to be, as a, a Celtic, still covering the bench when the starters sit down because the bench can shoot almost just as good. Not all exactly, but they keep up the scoring when the starters are sitting down. So this bench can score the basketball while the starters are resting. So that's going to be advantage Warriors because you want to get rest for Curry. 
He's going to be running around all day long. You want to get rest for Clay? He's going to be running around all day long. You want to give those guys a rest. You got guys you can plug in there to take that spot and still keep the scoring up. So I can see the Warriors, if the Celtics defense doesn't get in front of these guys, they can have double-digit leads a lot in these in this series. So that's going to be key for the Celtics to not allow that to happen. And those are all the categories. Bench contributors, versatile vets, lockdown defenders, the paint in the battle in the paint, the partners in crime to the transist, transcendent superstars, and, of course, the turnover battle. That's the key. Of all those categories, I ended up Celtics most of those categories winning. So can the Celtics win this series? That's my prediction, people. I think defense still wins championships. Better defense still wins the championship. I believe this Celtics mystique on defense is their calling card. And I believe they'll make it difficult for the Warriors to have to continue to shoot that three ball at a high clip in the playoffs. I don't, I still don't, I don't think that's the way you win championship by shooting that three, the way the Warriors shoot 50 plus threes. You're living by that three, you're going to die by it. The Warriors better be, better be winning this series. If they do win, they better be winning it from a share the ball, getting into the paint type of thing where they're going to the basket. Because if they're going to rely on that outside shot all day long, and if it's not going, you're in trouble. You got to shoot at the, what, 37% they shoot four games straight to win? I can't see that happening on three ball. Not against this defense. So I'm going with the Celtics in game seven. On the road. Coming down to somebody getting locked up by Marcus Smart. (laughs) And... And, and Tatum and those guys and Brown being X-Factor going to the basket. So I like the Celtics in this battle. As a matter of fact, I like the Celtics tonight in game one. But I could be wrong. Hey, Warriors could come out there just as well and blow them out. So who knows? Just because of how well they shoot the three. And because of the hopefully not deer and headlight look for the Celtics being there for the first time with all these young guys. So let's hope that's not the case. But... Uh, We'll see. It's going to be pretty good tonight. And I believe that is where we're going to go. I I predicted already seven games, Celtics winning it. Where else can we go with this? That's pretty much it for a preview for tonight's game. Of course, we're going to be talking about game one probably tomorrow on the show, of course. And we will get the breakdown of what happened and see if we can match it up to some of this stuff we talked about today. But moving on to the next. Let's 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 move on real quick to uh the Arizona Cardinals or some NFL news. Kyler Murray shows up to his OTAs and By showing up, that is a very, very, very good sign for the Arizona Cardinals going forward. Very good sign. Because it shows that he is willing to change as far as being a better leader for that team. And also, it shows that he's a... um, 
Uh, he's willing to uh, allow those veterans also to follow him as well. So when I come back from this quick break, we are going to talk a little bit more about what's going on around the NFL. Casual Sports Show, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E. We'll be right back. That's another show, Casual Sports Show, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E. You're in the casual house. Until next time, if you missed this show, go ahead and go wherever you get your podcast: iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Believe Podcast Network and other avenues as well, or right here on the KSRN Network at www.casualsports.com, as you can see on the ticker down there on the bottom. You can go ahead and follow us on Facebook as well. All Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at the same tag, Casual Sports, K-A-Z-U-A-L and Z at the end of the word sports on all social media platforms. And you can hit us and drop us a line if you have a take you want to get on the show. Hit us up. Until next time, I will see you guys next time. And hopefully we will uh, be talking a good game from the finals and not a blowout. Till next time, peace out.